I'm your host, Erica Salda, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This is a whole hour of Santa Barbara teen athletes and all those people. Woo! Uh-huh. Yes, indeed. Yes, support indeed. those teen athletes. We're doing something super special today uh-huh. in light of recent events. Uh-huh. And I could actually say this program is actually really global because we brought in, first and foremost, I, I love, love, love this teen queen. Laura Arcadio, put your hands together. She's from Italy. Uh, Laura. Hi, Laura. Okay, we also brought in Ava Burford. She's home now in Montecito, but she's from uh, California, of course, graduated from Santa Barbara High School. She's a four-year queen. Uh-huh. I, I, I'm going to, I mean, her accolades are too much. Let's see. Uh, we'll start off. She was valedictorian as a junior. Remember, we only have she was, uh, 45 minutes. I know, so. exactly. She was runner-up <laughs> for the teen star. And then what else has she done? She played volleyball, varsity, and she was also captain of cheer. Those are a few things. few so, things. So in other words, Just she's really things. done little or nothing yeah, at all. Yeah, exactly. Right? So, but four years, is, there's only been two females that have been in the house for four years. So, Ava, we miss you. We love you. And we're so excited that you're here today. Laura, we miss you, too. (laughs) Ava, you're awesome. Laura, wonderful. We also have in the house Emily Yurchison. Woo! She's ro- she's following today remotely. Ed Langlow is remote. Mm-hmm. Yes. There he and is. And in the house, we have Christine Marie. Yeah. All right. She's our energy healer. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Dominique Hackett. Yay! Yeah, right. Okay, and a producer, Richard. Reverend. A reverend. Doctor. <laughs> doctor. Okay. Reverend. All right. Doctor T. <laughs> All right, so we got a lot going on, and we're trying to um, keep up with what's really going on, and I want to pass it over the mic to Dominique, you know, to, to start the flow. Yeah, we're, we're trying to create a safe space, safe healing space mm-hmm. for everyone, respecting social distancing, mm-hmm. but uh, we really wanted to hear from, uh, uh, for example, Laura, how are you dealing in Italy? What's happening over there for you? And Laura, could um, you tell... Could you tell us where in Italy you are? What city? What, what okay, yeah, yeah. So I am actually in Bologna, which oh. is, um, so I'm like in the north. It's the second north, most yeah, north infectious okay. city, I guess. <laughs> okay. Um, so I am, I think we turned red. Quite a, quite a few days ago, huh? Laura? Yep. Oh, did we lose her? Okay, so Uh-oh. we can just think. <laughs> technology. Technology, exactly. <laughs> All right, we're going to jump over to Ava Burford. She's going to jump in, and she's going to tell us how how's your life been, Ava? Cause oh, you- gosh. Um, it's been good, really interesting lately. Um, this year, I started at UCLA, and it's been such a great experience. Um, I actually did random roommates, and one of them was from Shanghai. So when the whole outbreak happened, she had a lot of knowledge from her family who was stuck in their apartment in Shanghai was giving us all reports. And right away, she was like, I don't know if these numbers are accurate with how many people have it. It seems like there could be a lot more. And we're like, oh, this is just like, like, this is just a thing. Like, it's going to pass. And then, um, yeah, and then two days ago, we had to move me out. My other roommate has... And okay. I think that one girl is going to stay because now she can't get a flight back home. Right. Mm-hmm. But you personally, I mean, I hate to say, I mean, you were so affected. I, I want to ask you a direct question, and I'm, oh, I'm relating this to Dominique because Dominique had a couple of days where she was just off, not not our loving Dominique. And she yeah. finally, you know, grabbed her feelings and said, 
you want to say what you said here? Well, it, um, it's sort of like you're experiencing, or I'm experiencing PTSD from when we had the fire and the floods mm. because yeah. it's that same sensation yeah. that you don't know if you're in danger or not, and you don't know if yeah. your community is in danger or not, and yes. it's just very uncomfortable, the amount of not knowingness. And some but, people uh, are sitting there going, yeah. well, Dominique, come on, it's been two years, get over it. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't work that yeah. way. Or at the yeah. same time, I am safe. I'm not sick, and yeah. I don't know anyone yeah. personally who is sick. Same here. So same how, have here, you, yeah. how do you feel about that, Ava? Because you were definitely directly, you were in the literal war zone of that whole experience. Yeah. This is very similar, I feel like, in um, the extent where when the fires were happening and it was dangerous to go outside, everyone was inside and kind of hunkered down. But now everyone being home, like my sister and I haven't been at home in the same place for over two years for this long. How's that working for you? Because <laughs> you, know, you know, we already know you're the mother of the family. You know what I mean? You know how the dynamics of the family, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, you know, it's been good. Like, I'm grateful that no one in my family is hurt and sick. And all we can do is stay united and be thankful for everyone here. And I'm thankful yeah. that we have the ability to exercise, watch movies, do weird puzzles that take hours on end. Yeah. Um, like, it's really hard, but I think the best we can do is, like, I know my grandparents are here to stay inside and protect each other, and all we can do is rely on each other because family at the end of the day is one thing you have for certain. Yeah. yeah. So you're going to yeah. be able to, you guys both will be able to, well, Laura, you'll be back um, in this country soon, hopefully, but you're going to be able to, Ava, finish up your school. You're doing everything online? Yeah, um, all of UCLA's classes are online till um, fall quarter right now, I believe, or just the whole spring quarter is online. Um, finals were canceled or made optional, um, and so they do, they're doing graduation online. So my sister's graduating this year from Loyola Marymount University, and I believe she'll have to do it online. That's going to look weird when you toss your cap and tassel in the air. <laughs> I know, Solo. I know. Right. Everyone's just a video chat, or yeah, yeah. I'm not really sure yeah. But, and by the way, I, I just want to point this out. Um, a lot of there are some people who are really trying to minimize this whole thing. Yeah. The one difference between this and any of the other influenzas we have had over the years is we know little about this and what it can or cannot do, and that's the reason why the high level of precautions that are being right. taken. Yeah. Uh, and I, mm-hmm. hey, I'm with you, people who are upset about maybe losing their jobs because their place of employment. It's been closed for that reason, uh-huh. but it's okay. Yeah. Laura, I wanted to get to you because your your country really is the highlight of the world globally. So w- the stuff that we're getting in the media, is it all true? Is it half true? What's really going on? I mean, so uh, of course there are a lot of people that uh, are more criticizing Italy. Like I was watching even the Democratic debate. No. Um, <laughs> and yeah, Just I, I mean, Italy was brought up there as a point against uh, single-payer healthcare and all this stuff. And I honestly think politics should be left out of this right now because it's not about politics. Agreed. Um, Agreed. Yeah. yeah. No. Um, but so yeah, I was thinking. Pretty much the most important thing that people are forgetting right now is that the problem isn't just the virus. It's also what happens when the virus is there. Because people think, oh, okay, like not a lot of people die. Like it's not a high mortality rate for this virus. 
but a lot of people get sick. It's like the the speed at which this virus um, infects people that's the issue. And, and um, yeah, sorry, what are you saying? And is this, this is Emily, and, and how is the medical care, are they highly impacted there in Italy? Because that's, I know, you know, flattening the curve is a big thing. So is that happening? Yeah, or the, yeah. yeah absolutely. That's where I was hinting at. The problem is people don't understand that while this virus is happening, it's not like strokes, heart attacks, accidents stop happening. Mm-hmm. So right, exactly. While we're taking care of these people that have the virus, all these other people that need yeah. care don't get care either yeah. mm-hmm. because the healthcare just can't handle it. And, and, and I have um, to believe too, Laura, yeah. that there are people who are who have heart conditions are probably some of those people who are feeling the stress that is even maybe even exacerbating their heart condition. So yeah, you've got you exactly. got the normal exactly. normal if you can call it that normal stuff, and then you got the virus. And and are the the people who have the normal stuff are they hesitant then to go into the hospitals or go to the go there because they're afraid of picking up the virus from people who have it? Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. absolutely, yeah. they're afraid of that because that was one of the main concerns that doctors were raising. They were saying we don't have designated paths for people that are infected to go through. So everybody just goes through the same room. And at first people were pretty ignorant in a way because they would just go to the emergency room when they felt these symptoms. And then everybody in the emergency room was at risk to get them too. So it's like the problem is bigger than just the virus. It's affecting people that don't have it. It's affecting doctors so, and their families. Cause as far as the use of masks, do you find that most of the public in um, Italy are just walking out just for safety precautions, just wearing them? How is it? How is it? Um, so I would say it's like a 50-50 because honestly, uh, the masks are more effective, like the ones that we have, not the medical grade one, are more effective at um, avoiding for you to get somebody sick than the other way around. Mm, right. And right preventing getting sick and also what a lot of people do is they will reuse the same mask for like a month straight and that's really not hygienic so they're putting themselves more at risk through that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah i've also heard it said too that if you're outside and you keep that social mm-hmm. distance distance and more you are less likely if you were say were to come across someone 16 feet away who has it to contract it because you you've got all of that air around you whereas when you're in an enclosed place like unfortunately like where we are you do raise the risk but we're all fine we're all well and healthy um and i tell you what now i'm almost afraid 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 to clear my throat or cough or sneeze like if my you know how sometimes you get that little tickle in your nose that causes you to sneeze so you now you have to explain yourself i'm not sick i just got a tickle in my nose and i i blew it into my elbow and i'm okay and so were you I mean, th- this is one of the new normal, so to speak. You almost yeah. have to explain yourself. Or I swallowed my water wrong. It went down the wrong pipe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Christine? No, that's exactly how it is. I saw this meme online that was hilarious. They were saying, the world is changing so fast. I used to cough to cover a fart, and now I fart to cover a cough. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, I love it. All right, let's, end, let's end on that, though, okay? Because that's just too funny. Oh, okay. Okay, let's take a little break. We'll be back in two minutes and two seconds after these messages. We are back, and this is the Santa Barbara 
our Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. So like I said, this is coming up on our 10-year birthday. Amazing. And it's our first remote show. We it have really four is. people, actually. One in Italy, Laura Arcadia. Hey, Laura. We've got Hi, Ava. Everyone. Hi, we've got Hi. Ava Burford. Ava. Hi. Yay. Okay, and I love Ed this. Ed Queens. We have Hello. Ed Lango. Ed Langlo and Emily Yurchison on the line. So uh, we're talking about things that are going on. We're really blessed because we have Emily and we have Christine, two teachers. Mm-hmm. And what I want to do is, Emily, what would, what suggestions can you make? Um, and then I want to get the teens' <coughs> perspective of things that we can do during this time of, uh, you, however you want to call it, confinement, we'll just say. <laughs> well, I really think it's an incredible opportunity, and uh, like Ava was saying, too, about bringing us, it's slowing us down and connecting mm-hmm. us in the yeah. home space. And so I think there's a lot of things. One thing I thought about, I had this um, acronym for uh, lots of love. And, and the first thing was using, uh, well, using, listening to our inner voice. You know, we all have this inner voice, and oftentimes when we're out running around like crazy, we're disconnected from that inner voice. And so I think it's really important to listen to that inner voice. This is like a silent retreat that Mm -hmm. many of us are on, right? And so we listen for that guidance. We can do that through slowing our breath down. You know, if, if people are getting anxious and nervous, you can do some breathing techniques. But discovering what it is, our intuition is still intact in all of this. And so listening to that intuition of where to go, what activities to do, and also using your creativity in new ways. You talked, Ava, about playing games with your family, doing things. Mm -hmm. I'm doing online music lessons, and I'm finding the music is so incredibly healing for these families because... Some of them, the parents are at home working and the kids are being homeschooled. And it's finding ways, creative new ways to connect, even though we can't connect physically. And so I think the, the, the other thing, that the L is for listen to your inner voice, the O is for open your heart to offer what you have and ask for what you need. We need to be creative problem solvers now. And so asking, you know, giving of, of the resources that we have, sharing in ways that we can with our neighbors, our community, and then also asking for what we need. People were talking about this morning, I was on a Toastmasters meeting online, and they said, you know, if you're renting a place, you could ask your landlord to discount your rent for a couple months or do some creative problem solving of how to work things because Everybody's open to new ideas. This mm-hmm. is an unprecedented time in history. And so there's nothing that is set in stone. Everything yeah. is yeah. flexible. And that's where you know, that creativity comes in line. And, and the third thing is the last L is learn to take new risks. Mm. New risks that are, you know, learning technology. Zoom is a huge thing for conferencing now, for meetings, for online things. Um, exercising in new ways, like the gyms are shutting down, but people still need to exercise, right? Mm-hmm. So coming up with creative, fun ways that you can do that with your family or solo. And then just different um, healing techniques that you can do to calm yourself. So calming music and the Tibetan bowls are really good and, and things like that. So those are just some of the suggestions that I have to uh yeah, to take this as an opportunity and align with what you truly want to create 
Um, and remember who you truly are, which is love. We're all connected in this, this unity consciousness. And this Thank is you. an opportunity to, um, to realize that something that happened in a, a village in China affects us all. And so we need to be aware of our responsibility to work together as a global community. And the technology can help us. We're on an international call right now. That, so. That's so perfect, Emily, because yeah. one of the things that I keep coming across, or, or, or a mantra for myself, this is Christine, is we are all in this together. This yeah. is reminding us that we are in a global community. This isn't yeah. just something that happened next door, or, you know, and it, this happened in, you know, this is affecting the entire planet and every country in it. So this is yeah. happening to us. It's happening to us. us to all we of us. The people. All yeah, the yeah. Yeah. The, the human it. entity of the planet, right? If there is a yeah. if we are that one that one being and that you know that yeah. aspect of the planet. Yeah. And I think one of the most important things as that is is to really uh, I think it's this almost echoing what you've said is this sense of presencing, of really yeah. staying in the moment, taking a breath yeah. in and a breath yeah. out, and the sun is shining and get some sunshine. Yeah. Sunshine is fantastic yeah. for mm-hmm. for for this. And in fact, I was reading earlier that the coronavirus can't survive in heat, and so if you can't get right. out into a sauna. Put your blow dryer on your face. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> they can do that. But but yeah. So this this sense and and meditation in a way. I um I'm a walking meditator. I, I I but for me it's about staying present and breathing in and breathing out and watching myself, finding that inner watcher. And any time I have the opportunity, it's to be kind and to re- yeah. remember that we are all in this together and to to offer kindness to people. You know, um, uh, this is Dominique. There are a lot of uh, YouTube videos explaining how meditation helps improve our immune system. Because yeah. by simply sitting quietly and being okay mm-hmm. with whatever thoughts and feelings are coming up, that you mm-hmm. just breathe and notice them as passing clouds. And you just sit for 15, 20 minutes as long as your body says, okay, I'm good yeah. with this activity. And yeah. that will actually increase the endorphins in the brain and improves the immune system. Yeah, and keep that cortisol level down. And the other thing is that, this is Emily again, and uh, the other thing was I I was going to go on a hike um, in Montecito, and the roads were closed, and the storm had come, and it was really, it got kind of really unsettling. And I thought about what you were saying in the beginning, Dominique, about just this unsettling time. So if we can create rituals for ourselves to create some, uh, you know, touchstones and ground, and, and we can also talk about what we're feeling. And I had a little girl last week who came um, for a lesson, and we just, she ended up writing a song about what she was feeling about the coronavirus and how, you know, they were shutting down things and, and just being able to share and express that is really important, too. Mm-hmm. Ed, you're the, you're the king, you know, meaning... The senior and the group. <laughs> so I don't know if you're allowed in or out. I haven't checked. I don't watch TV. Um, but if you're in, I mean, I know you can entertain yourself. But uh, if you are out, what, what, what's your take on this whole thing? Well, my, I did write an If Only I'd Known segment about change, which you and I talked about yesterday. So that's one of the things that, that I see is the changes that will come about due to this virus. And if nothing else, good happens from it. The change of bringing us closer together and uniting mm-hmm. the whole world as yeah. one group of people, that, that's going to happen. It's already happening. Yeah. So, one, of, one of the other aspects, Ed, is this is bringing about what we'll call a new normal. 
of recognizing, and again, I'm not talking about taking away anybody's individual rights, but recognizing that by holding to exclusively individual rights is dangerous, that if because mm-hmm. this is affecting us all, mm-hmm. we are all responsible. And yeah. I can't read that yeah. for the love of Mike. See, we can't pass on notes here or anything. No. It's nice when everybody's but, in the studio. I could walk around and whisper in your ear. That's right. But I can't go to Bologna. So, yeah. Laura, I'll just ask you, because I can't whisper in your ear. How's your parents' restaurant? Yeah. yeah. How's that special? Uh, current, I mean, we had to shut it down. So all the pubs, clubs, restaurants, everything is shut down. But, I mean, the upside of that is we really don't need to go to a grocery store. So are you doing takeout, Laura? Are you doing uh, pickups? Food pickups or no? No, like literally the whole town switched to like pizza delivery. And honestly, it's not worth it to us just because my dad isn't exactly young and he does have a heart condition. So I don't think mm-hmm. that making a couple bucks to deliver pizza is worth mm-hmm. it. Right. Yes. So is the government in because what they're doing in other like Canada, there's they're wiping away mortgages and credit cards and all other kind of stuff. What is is Italy compensating business owners for that or what are they doing? So in Italy, what they're doing is um, they're postponing mortgages. So pretty much what happens is uh, they're just going to add however long you can't pay for it, which I think they're giving us six or 12 months of like not being able to pay. They're just going to add a year at the end of your mortgage. So those are pretty much suspended. I think Canada is doing something similar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious. What about what about renters? People who rent, well, how, uh, rent how, you're not, you don't have to pay it. It's suspended okay. at the same, like it's the same thing. And um, for workers, they're doing. It's called uh, how do I translate that? It's like integrating income. And so what they're doing is they're giving you about eighty percent of what your paycheck would be. Unemployment, um, and it's like it's, oh. the government is giving it to everyone that lost a job due to coronavirus. What about you, Ava? How's your parents doing? Um. Well, they both work as um, financial advisors, so every morning when we see the stock market, it is not good. Um, but, you know, um, they're, they've been working at home um, from, like, 9 to 1 every day, um, just trying to, like, choose their clients and just, like, try to explain to them the best, they, like, the best options they can take. So they're making the best of, like, a bad situation, mm-hmm. but there's nothing mm-hmm. that they can really like do about it. So mm-hmm. they're just trying yeah. to stay positive. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Well, you guys maybe yeah. you should uh, think about going to the heat or something, Palm Springs or something. <laughs> yeah. Why is everybody looking at me? I'm going to Palm Springs. I mean, they're still open. <laughs> Are you sure about that? What's yes. The weather like? They have a pool. My aquatic center they shut down. I need a pool. <laughs> well, I was going to say, we do have the ocean out here, Eric. I'm not going in there right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not ready for me. Not ready for you. Technically, it just rained here. So That's we, right. We don't go on our oceans no. uh, right after rains. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So. Hey, is it true in, in Italy, I was seeing on... Um, on the news that that the waters are clearing up because people aren't out as enough like yeah i mean it's actually pretty amazing the waters in venice are crystal clear like they're full of fish and i went there literally the day before they shut the city down and um literally the canals you couldn't see anything there were just green waters 
and now they're pretty much pool like water and it's absolutely beautiful mm-hmm. they had mm-hmm. there were dolphins near na- Naples mm-hmm. and all this stuff because even the mm-hmm. uh, fishing industry stopped because you know it's almost like plummeted. Mother Earth just wants a rest when yeah. a vacation yeah. 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 Mother Earth just needs a rest, rest. Yeah. exactly She's I'm like, hoping take yeah. a little breath I am hoping that uh, the powers that be will take a look at these things that mm-hmm. are happening there are places that are reporting cleaner air clearer yeah. sky as you just reported in Venice, the the waters are clear and the fish and the dit and on and on and on. And it's like, and this is what we need to do. We need mm-hmm. to slow down yes. the, shall we say, the, uh, what is it they call it? The industrial complex. Well, it basically so what I think it's going to do, it's going to explode the AI age. Mm. It's almost like you're wiping yeah. the slate clean and now the country knows we can make it. Yeah. It, we're just changing the way, just like the online the home. Yeah. If, if universities like UCLA, if yeah. you could triple the amount of people that you can have as freshmen because you don't, you could have an on-campus and off-campus exactly. program. Yeah. So yeah. they're going to make money that way. They're not going to lose. People, no one's going to believe me. No one's going to lose. Gonna we lose. have to get creative. We do. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And, and we do have a thing. <laughs> Go ahead, um, Dara. I, I wanted to mention something real quick. So I realize as, as first world people, we often feel in control of mm-hmm. our lives, right? right. <laughs> and this crisis kind of is giving us a look at people that are in less developed countries and pretty mm-hmm. much ha- life just happens to them. So I hope that people will see this as an opportunity to feel a little bit more empathy for those people in those countries Aww, where, super nice. you know, yeah. this is just... Absolutely. I just you know, love our queens. Really I think we had something to do with you, Laura. That's right. <laughs> and Ava. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> there are queens. That's right. I've, I've give, I gave you the torch a long time ago. Um, let's take a little okay. break, and then when we get, get back, we have Ed Langlo with of oh, Only yes. I've Known. This is Erica Salda. We'll be back with more after these messages. Teen Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. I've got my, uh, we got Ed coming up here, but I always got to give a plug to somebody who I love dearly, and that would be Carolyn Givens with Something's Good Organic. There's nothing more wonderful, even though I have to pick it up and she's not doing delivery right now because she's understand. No, no, she is doing delivery if you already have a subscription, but if you're putting in a new subscription, then um, you need to pick a pickup location. Oh, thank you for that clarification, Dominic. And she kicks me too. Kicks me and <laughs> clarifies. Okay? That's okay. But let me tell you, if if you just get worried, like you go to the grocery store and you don't see anything except for those portobello mushrooms that are three times the cost, then think about a CSA program supporting our local farmer and then picking it up once a week. And I'm telling you, the abundance and the cost is so worth it. It's not even comparable, and you're getting fresh, local, organic vegetables like picked that day so mm. carolyn given something good organic you can go online um and set that up and i think christine marie just set her set her is up i did yes I did. she yeah. did i'm gonna got you did because i would have looked really stupid right now <laughs> <laughs> Thank no, you. and i'm gonna be picking mine up um at whole foods they keep it in their in their um cooler and nice. whole foods is what i is what she, um, carolyn okay. told me um, a few days ago so oh. i'm looking forward to it thank you thank you carolyn thank you farmers feeding us during this time all right ed you're up yes yes 
we do have a, an impromptu, if only I'd known, segment for today. We decided yesterday that this would be appropriate. So, if only I'd known is a mentor's moment with all the teens that are with us remotely, as well as those listening into the show. The topic for today is change. The only thing that remains constant is change. That was written 500 years ago, before Christ, by a Greek philosopher. Heraclides also proclaimed that you could not step twice into the same river, as water is constantly moving on and being replaced by other water. Like a river, time does not stand still. It moves on and is replaced by new time. If only I had known when I was young how to deal with and accept change. Today, with the current tragedy we're designating COVID-19, we've experienced changes at warp speed. Some of these will never revert back to the way they were. Robotics that might be put in place to avoid human contact and the way we react to viruses could well change the way we do these things from here on. But it's not so much the changes and the way they will impact us that will determine how our lives go, but how you deal with the changes that will come and how you handle the new environment you might find yourself in. That's what really matters. People generally resist change. We all have habits and traditions, and we're not comfortable when we're outside our, our lifestyle. Heraclitus' philosophy held true 2,500 years ago and still holds true today. Things are going to change. So if you really want to be happy, try changing the set of your sails instead of trying to change the course of the wind. I'm sure this, if you learn to accept changing times and deal with life changes in a positive way, embrace change and capitalize on the opportunities that come with it, you'll live a much happier and more successful life for it. Listen in next time when we'll talk once again about mentoring. Ew, love it. All right, let's take a really short break. We'll be back with more after these messages. This is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. Dominique, where else can you find us oh. if not on Tuesday at 9 a.m.? SoundCloud works really well. Yes. We got teensportsradio.com. Facebook, yes, and 11 o'clock p.m. 11 o'clock p.m. on uh, AM 1290 on Tuesday. <laughs> and Sunday, 6 p.m. Uh-huh. and Monday at 3 a.m. I think that's the most sought-out uh, show is the mm-hmm. 3 a.m. show. Really? <laughs> Santa Barbara just doesn't sleep. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, and now. Yeah, all right, Laura, you've got a good story to tell us. Oh, yeah. So a friend of mine, he just traveled through uh, South Asia. He went to Vietnam and like a bunch of other countries. And he was telling me, like he was calling me because he heard what was happening in Italy and he was panicking because he was feeling sick in Asia. And he was like, dude, nobody talks about it here. And I was like, what do you mean nobody talks about it here? Like you're in Asia. And he's like, no, I swear, like nobody is talking about this. And when I mention it, people are just like, eh, whatever. Right. And he was in hostels, and everybody kind of got sick and got over it. And he didn't realize how to them the fact that you could die because you were getting sick was like, oh, it's a big deal. Like, that's life. And, I mean, now he's just 
downplaying it. So I've been saying, no, Joey, now you're back in the U.S. Be careful. Um, but yeah, so actually people around the world are not all freaking out, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. Like for us, it's a big deal. And for them, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, it, um, it's kind of how people are interpreting the statistics, but the reality is our world has influenza every year. We have our, yeah. our, our citizens of our world die from, from the flu or from um, symptoms compounded by having had the flu, like pneumonia and so forth. Exactly, so, exactly. Um, we do have to embrace that um, we are now all waking up to the fact that we can help our society and our world be healthier by taking on different hygiene routines. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, mm-hmm. um, whenever we go out, we actually, in our household, we change our clothes when we come home. And uh, specifically wash our hands. And we've even taken to changing out our shoes so that we have shoes Mm -hmm. that we wear when we're out in the. So doing things to create more of a barrier from what is in the outside world versus what is inside of our home. Mm -hmm. And I got that from reading an article about a woman in Hong Kong. It's like there are places on our planet where they have done a very good job of curtailing mm-hmm. the effect on their local communities of, of this influenza. Um, Laura, yeah. with your friend who traveled in Asia and so forth, um, it, is he uh, able to share any of the things that they were doing in those countries that were helping the citizens get better quickly? Well, he was actually uh, not in China or South Korea, like the most affected places, and he mainly traveled to remoter areas. And so that was my point. The people there didn't really care that there was this illness because it's just another illness to them that, Mm -hmm. you know, you have to be careful about and you have to try to not get in the first place. Got it. it They weren't thinking Mm -hmm. much about it. Mm -hmm. But I know that I talked to a friend of mine from China and she was telling me that because China was hit really hard uh, by SARS in the past, for them, when it was made public that this was happening, they immediately took it seriously because they had lived through an epidemic before. Ah. Mm-hmm. And said for us, it was like, so really, aren't they exaggerating and all that? And for China, I was like, nah, we're not doing this again. And they immediately shut it down and people weren't questioning. It wasn't just because it's China, it's also because they've lived it before. Yeah. Ed, you had a comment to make. Well, my thought was with what she just said, could it be that the viruses and the flu influenzas hit Asia harder then we typically are hit by them here. Therefore, it is just another virus. Yes. Is that, um, is that possible? That, that that's why they're so lackadaisical about it. Well, not not I mean, it's, it's, not lackadaisical. Sorry, they were just uh, respectful that it was a, a, just another flu, but it's a flu. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, and for them, I mean, it always Asia is really big. If you're talking about China, Hong Kong, like, or not China necessarily, but like Wuhan, Hong Kong, those are really big cosmopolitan areas. They're not much different than we are with this kind of stuff. Like, they have really good health care, and when there's an epidemic, they're going to worry about it because it's not a usual thing. But for those remoter villages that my friend visited, they weren't really concerned because their main concern was getting food on the table for their kids. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So that, that's the difference. It's not necessarily Asia versus us. It's more, you know, wealthy areas versus rural areas or poorer areas where people just have more immediate issues. 
Interesting. Yeah. Abe, I have a question for you. How difficult, I'm not a technical uh, technology person. I, we still did pen and paper when I went to Westmont. Okay, thank God I missed all that. Um, we had to write notes. So for you to go to class every single day and then now do everything online, no big deal or transition or um, I don't know. It, it's not that big of a deal. Um, it's more of a big deal, I would say, for my professors than the students because I feel like the students have a better grasp on technology and just mm -hmm. can easily navigate a computer and different programs. But I had um, a teacher this year that simply could not figure out how to work the online um, program Zoom. And like he had a bunch of young TAs helping him and he was just really nervous about it. So canceled our final because he didn't want to like make things confusing because he wasn't prepared and like his quality of um, knowledge with the system. And he was telling our class, mm -hmm. he's like, I know you guys will be able to figure it out, but he's like, there's some really old professors here that <laughs> have a hard time. It's true. Um, yeah, yeah, very true. And really you've, 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 you've given students a way to get out of exams now. Give your <laughs> teachers and professors mm -hmm. higher technical information that they can't figure out and they'll cancel the class. Well, I think that's what yeah. Dominique was trying to express is now is the time, if you wanted to, you could take this time and learn. I'd rather oh, clean yeah. out the garage. Okay, so that's not something that well, I'm going to put any... learning there. I'm not going to put any efforts into that. Yeah. Um, but um, Dominique funny. right now is a uh, transcriber. She... Um, Braille. Braille transcriber. Yeah. And she's teaching... You want to say what? Because I, I don't like talking for you you know it's yeah so i'm i'm getting my <laughs> students to do we're doing google hangout and uh, we're doing that so that we can talk over the phone for a long period or talk over our computers for a long period of time without a cost and uh they have their textbook and i have my textbook and so we're uh we're proceeding on our uh, our braille training on on learning how to read braille and I, then i also have a student who i've taken on learning hebrew and so i'm not only training her on reading english braille but i'm uh, we're we're both she's helping to teach me hebrew and i'm teaching her um, braille in hebrew oh wow <laughs> oh my god just add that to the list that's right. that's right and the reason for this is it's really nice to have a book and oh by the way just a little break for those who are in Santa Barbara. Um, if you have children, you can connect with the Santa Barbara Library, and they are packaging up books that you can come by and pick up for your children. So there are Aww. different places in our community that are trying to assist parents who are now having to teach their kids at home. So you're saying the library is technically it's closed, it's closed. to the public, correct? but there are still people there who will do just that. Yeah, so if you go on their website, oh. you'll see a note where they're explaining to parents yeah. how to participate in the program where they can package books together and you can just come by and pick them up yeah just like restaurants are there they can stay open as long as they're doing takeout or pickup mm -hmm. you can't do yeah. sit down yes yeah. so I, yeah. I want to also give yeah. um two of our hosts michael baker but we're going to start clapping uh, right now michael. anthony rodriguez uh, and what i really like about anthony he calls me today and wants michael's information because he just wants to take some time out and commend him for all the work he's done in this community mm -hmm. one 
all of the, uh, I think there's seven, could be six, I don't want to, uh, nobody please correct me because I'm very sensitive right now. <laughs> uh, but what they're doing is they're feeding kids every weekend. So, yeah. so that's to, the thing for to United clarify, Boys. The, our kids not being in school, part of what's impacting them is there are a lot of children who are not getting yeah. the meals that they well, were getting. Well, over half are on, the, that, yeah. are on the a program. Half of our kids that are in schools are on a program of free meals. So this is the meal that they get every day mm-hmm. um, at, is at school. So what the other, uh, like the food bank, which is in hundreds of people are getting added to the food bank list, like oh, sure, yeah. like the Unity Shop, yeah. like every day. So I want to thank um, anybody. I'm going to call those people, put them in the first responder group, the Anthony Rodriguez's and the uh, Michael Bagers, because I don't think they're sleeping. So that's how much extra work yeah, they're putting yeah. to making sure these families are staying together because you do need the basics and that's food mm-hmm. so, and mm-hmm. water. So yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So yeah. anyway, we got a lot more show. This is Erica Salda, the Queen of Team. We'll be back with more after these messages. Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in. Every single Tuesday. Okay, we're in our last section. We only got about five minutes left. Mm-hmm. So what I want everybody to do, let's just go around and we'll start with the queens, the teen queens, almost. You're not, you're still teens. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're still, oh, Laura, you're not a teen anymore. You're old. Okay, so we'll, <laughs> we'll go, we'll go with everybody and just basically if you have a, mm-hmm. I don't know, if you have to, you know, your closing moments, you have, you have something to say, yeah. set, you know, give a message, Teen Sports Radio. We, this is literally global. And yeah. um, what words would you have to say to your peers, Laura Arcadia, in Bologna, Italy? So, two things. One is, really don't underestimate this. Um, We tend to be carriers. We tend to not feel anything about the virus. And we have the responsibility of protecting the rest of the community. It's not about us. Um, And, like, race parties and all that stuff, you can do them when it's over. They're not going to go anywhere. Um, beautiful and then the other thing that i notice a lot of people struggling with is being alone is almost torture because you know you can only be so long on your phone before you get bored (laughs) and it's kind of sad i'm like you should be able to enjoy being by yourself so Mm -hmm. take it as an opportunity to learn to be Mm -hmm. alone nice Mm -hmm. very well said laura Mm-hmm. And I'm not even asking you to do it in six different languages. No, we don't have time. <laughs> we, don't we don't have, have time. time. <laughs> Next week. Ava, what say you? Um, I would just say, like, even though this is a really horrible situation and it just seemingly gets worse every day, just try to take as many positive things throughout the day that you have food, have toilet paper, maybe um, you're with loved ones and really try to utilize the time you're at home to get more connected with your family. Read that book you've been procrastinating on. Nice. Maybe start singing or an instrument. You can pick it up. Um, just, I don't know, learn how to cook something. Nice. Just don't <laughs> look back on this time and be like, damn, I wasted it. Right. It's like, just dwelling yeah. in that sadness. Yeah. Because there's only so much of that you can do. Beautiful. Emily? What? I see it as a wonderful opportunity of creating more love in our hearts and the world. I see it as an opportunity as we get quieter and more internal um, that we can really connect in with um, with the presence 
the, the loving presence of who we are. And I also think by connecting in new ways with technology, we are using our creativity to connect with the entire world. And mm-hmm. so there's a unity consciousness that we can connect in with. And Beautiful. I'm, I'm grateful to be a part of this. Nice. Okay. Christine. So um, I, I would like to say, you know, there's the adage that when one door closes, a window opens or another door opens. But I wanted to add to that, let's help each other down the hallway. You know, yeah. to that, to, to the next That's opening. That's an eye water, right? Yeah. My Absolutely. eyes are Let's cheering. help Absolutely. each other down the Beautiful. hallway. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Dominique. Oh, I just wish everyone lots of peace and calmness and enjoy the sunshine. If the sunshine's out, that boosts your immunity and laugh. Yes. Find a Yay. funny movie. Yay. Laugh. Ed Langlois, what say you? Well, I hope that we just take advantage of this opportunity to maybe dial society back a little bit where we have family meals where you can sit around a dinner table and talk about your issues, put your cell phones away and, mm-hmm. and find out other ways to deal with problems aside from the mass shootings and the things that are going on today. Because I think if we go back to the old ways a little bit during this crisis, mm-hmm. that could happen. Yeah, Richard Dugan. To dovetail off of uh, Laura's uh, comment, uh, this is 2020, as I have declared it from September of 2019, <laughs> the year of perfect vision, hmm. inner vision. And I've encouraged people time and time again, go within to listen to that still small voice. Get the guidance hmm. that you need so that you can spend some time. And feel comfortable about being with yourself and being in your own skin before mm-hmm. this is over, and then you're going to be thrust right back into the crowd. So mm-hmm. take that time to go within. Mm-hmm. Santa Barbara, we're about done, but clean out your garage. That's what I'm going to be doing. <laughs> <laughs> clean out that garage. Plant go. a garden. There's a closet or a garage. That Plant you a garden. Even. Plant a garden. <laughs> All right. We're going to be joining you again next week. Be kind. Lots of love. See you next week. Oh, no. Nothing's gonna ever keep you down